Ah, nothing like a movie about prostitutes to really get the blood pumping. Excuse me, miss. Oh, wait, they're getting murdered, you say? Well, at least there will still be plenty of blood. And oh, hey, there's Johnny Depp. Ah, he looks familiar. He hasn't been in the news for anything lately, has he? You but can't it, say that you carried cocaine in that box? No, but it looks like it would fit some cocaine. I, I, I... Well, back when he seemed untouchable, Depp took part in this little comic book adaptation about the Jack the Ripper murders. Yet, it began its life in a few different forms. So join us as we figure out what the f*** happened to From Hell. The idea of creating a fictional adaptation of the Jack the Ripper events isn't exactly groundbreaking. But what Alan Moore and Eddie Campbell accomplished with their graphic novel From Hell is a truly impressive feat both in its artwork, but also its story, which mixes fact with fiction so effortlessly. Moore supposes that the Ripper murders were more politically motivated and actually had a connection to the royals. Of course, with the Jack the Ripper killings being unsolved, he was able to take as many creative liberties as he liked. Moore even won the Eisner Awards for Best Writer, Best Serialized Story, and Best Graphic Album Reprint. The comic's very cinematic style made it easy to imagine as a film, so the anticipation for its eventual film debut was certainly high. Originally during an interview, Alan Moore had actually announced that Sean Connery would be taking on the role of Inspector Aberline. Unfortunately, this didn't end up being true and may have just been more trying to influence the studio's decision. Ironically, Connery would join the cast of League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, which Moore hated. So it's unlikely he would have enjoyed a Connery-led version of his graphic novel. Albert and Alan Hughes had great success directing films such as Menace to Society and Dead Presidents. Being massive fans of From Hell, they excitedly joined the project. Initially, they wanted Daniel Day-Lewis for the lead role, but were unable to attract him to their project. Eventually, after meeting with both Jude Law and Brad Pitt, the Hughes brothers finally settled on Johnny Depp. The title From Hell actually comes from what is believed to be an authentic message from Jack the Ripper to Whitechapel authorities. The message was riddled with spelling errors and reads, from hell, Mr. Lusk, sore, I send you half the kidney I took from one woman. Preserved it for you. T'other piece I fried and ate. It was very nice. I may send you the bloody knife that took it out, if you only wait a while longer. Signed, catch me when you can, Mr. Lusk. Unfortunately, the movie decided it didn't want to try any of those things and instead wanted to be just a film about prostitutes dying and Johnny Depp trying to solve the case. There's even a silly carriage chase during the finale. If that doesn't say early 2000s, then I don't know what does. Sure, the movie absolutely follows a similar structure to the novel, but what should be a noirish take is instead a very MTV style. I mean, just take a look at this trailer. Sometime this evening, a bang tail was murdered in George Yard. That doesn't sound much heavy, ordinary. It was the way she was done, Inspector. It was the way that she was done that cries out for a man of your talent. Oh God, just, just make it stop. Holy hell. 
but I mean we can't blame the Hughes brothers for the trailer. The film itself definitely goes a little hard with the style at points, but you can't say they aren't trying. I can't say that I agreed with all of their methods, however. In the police station scenes, they had actual photos from the Jack the Ripper murders on the walls. As if that weren't bad enough, they did it in order to unnerve the cast and get edgier performances. Because, you know, screw actually directing them with words, gotta traumatize the cast first. But probably the most egregious change is the fact that Frederick Aberline is combined with a different character and is now a psychic. Yeah, he has visions of the murders and that's how he's able to be so on top of this Jack the Ripper case. Not because of his very impressive investigative abilities. No, no, no. He just does a lot of opium and has these visions. It's almost like they are trying to make this as ridiculous as humanly possible. There's also the conspiracy that sets this whole thing off. A royal has impregnated a local prostitute and a secret group is trying to take care of the situation. And by secret group, I mean the freaking Freemasons. Yes, they're in this movie. Not only that, but we get a whole initiation ceremony. So if you're into the Freemasons and don't mind a few artistic liberties, you're gonna get a kick out of this. The human heart is a dense and powerful muscle and notoriously difficult to burn. Ian Holm was cast as Sir William Gull, a doctor for the royal family. The moment Holm shows up, you just know something is amiss. With Aberline having a theory that the killer has surgical precision, immediately puts Gull in the audience's crosshairs. In fact, they almost beat you over the head with it. So by the time the reveal actually happens, it's almost expected. Our introduction to Depp's Inspector Aberline character is where he's zonked out in an opium den. It's quite the way to bring in our protagonist and lets us know right away that Frederick's clearly got some demons of his own. His Aberline is a bit of a mishmash between the Aberline from the comic and the psychic Robert Lees. Whether or not they just wanted Depp's character to stand more center stage, or they just wanted him to be the one to have the supernatural abilities, it's anyone's guess. But given that Aberline is based on a real person, making him a psychic is certainly a choice. England doesn't have whores. Just a great mass of very unlucky women. We haven't even gotten into Heather Graham's Mary Kelly, who is a young prostitute who develops a relationship with Inspector Aberline. She mostly serves as motivation for Depp's character to solve the murders in time, worried that she'll eventually be next on the list. Because, you know, asking him to do his job was just a little too much. He needs that extra motivation. And motivation he certainly gets. The movie is so silly and classless that it's no surprise Moore has dismissed the film. Hell, at the first burial of one of the Ripper's victims, they drop the casket and it absolutely shatters, revealing the corpse inside. It's so ridiculous and I still can't figure out what direction these women were given outside of, huh, look kind of annoyed about the dead body more than anything, like a kind of inconvenienced your day. Prague served as the streets of London, with the crew recreating four blocks of Whitechapel. After the final kill by Jack the Ripper, a police officer described the scene of the crime. Body lies in the middle of bed. The fingers are clenched, indicating a struggle as she died. This was taken directly from the actual crime scene report. Men will look back 
and say I gave birth to the 20th century. You're not going to see the 20th century. From Hell released on October 19th, 2001 in the United States and brought in $11 million on its opening weekend. The film ended its worldwide gross at $74.6 million. The movie received mixed reviews, with a 57% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. The critical consensus was that, while it was visually impressive, this latest Ripper tale is dull and far from scary. Which is pretty hard to argue. One person who really wasn't a fan was Alan Moore, who completely dismissed the project. After the failure of this and League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, Moore has refused all credit and profits for his adapted works, calling them bastardizations. The release of the film clearly took a toll on its directors, who didn't make another film for nine more years. They were discouraged by the amount of studio interference, and they come across very angry about the end results. FX Networks had hired David Arata, who had found massive acclaim with his adaptation of Children of Men, to write a TV series based on the property. However, nothing ever came of this. With the recent trend towards comic book adaptations, it's surprising that someone hasn't tried their hand at From Hell again. Whether that's due to the author's outward distaste for his adaptations, or just lack of faith in the story, no studio seems interested. So whether or not we actually get another chance at seeing this story adapted, there will always be the stories of just how much Alan Moore hates this movie. Fortunately though, the movie has found its fans. While there is a lot of style over substance here, there's still a lot of dumb fun to be had. So whether you're obsessed with the tale of Jack the Ripper, or just obsessed with the phenom known as Johnny Depp, there's entertainment to be had in this 2001 thriller. Just don't take it too seriously. 